Hello, and welcome back to what I cannot believe I'm saying, episode two of Louis and Jonah's podcast. I am horridly shocked it went as well as it did, and here we are making more. So I guess the only thing I can say is, music, take it away. This evening, just as miserable as the best four weeks. <laughs> yeah. It's weird to think that um, school ends in two weeks. I know what the flying pigs fuck. That's it's crazy. I mean, it's yeah. At the beginning of the year, took so long. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the be- the be- speaking of the be- speaking of the beginning of the year, the subject was roses. Did you see that show? I did. I had um, I had an intestine virus at the time, actually. So oh. I was in the fr- I was in the front left chair, and I remember they gave me that chair in case I had to run out of the room. To go to the bathroom. Like a personal Jonah emergency, emergency exit sign. Yeah, it was so bad. I, I, and I think it's because this was the first year where the cafeteria got the new food. Uh-huh. And I was really excited. Um, it turns out that it was actually much worse, which is weird because it looked so much better at first. I had the chicken. I think I had the chicken, de- the chicken tenders, chicken nuggets. And I had that. And then the next thing I knew... I had an intestine virus, so I'm not sure if it's because of those chicken nuggets on the first day of school. But um, yeah, that's that's why I was intestified during your performance. <laughs> it was a good show. I liked it. Well, there's no segue to that. Into hello, everyone. Welcome back to our podcast. Uh, you know, honestly. I did not think this would be as successful as it was. Right, Jonah? I could have sworn (laughs) that we would get at most two people, at most two people to listen to this thing. I think that's what I said before. And the fact that it was so successful that we have to record another podcast. I guess we're just, you know, sexy. Or... Our voices are sick. I mean, I think I think the cover <laughs> picture is pretty appetizing. Yeah, well, courtesy of Eliana Stern, very very good uh, cover art. Very yes, good. thank you very much. If anyone else also has some cover art they want to send us for who knows.
knows why. I think that's what people do when they like people they listen to on the YouTubes. Go ahead if you have nothing better to do. Yeah. Hey, John. Hey, Louis. You ever wonder, what is sex like? Oh, that is not where I thought you were going. Oh, well, okay. I can roll with that. Um, what is sex like? You ever, you ever sit outside in your backyard on a mid-May day, such as today in the next couple weeks? Yeah. The grass, the grass is all the same height. It's that beautiful shade of green. And you're just sitting, you're sitting down, balls to the sky, looking at the clouds. I think it's better than that. That's orgasmic. You ever go to locally sponsored Blaze Pizza in Nolo Jamal, and they pull out the pizza, pizza from the brick oven, and and the pizza smell is filling in the air, and and it's resonating that good cheesy heat. <laughs> yes. I think it's better than that. You know, wait. So sex is pizza. You ever go? You ever go to a football game? God, no. And you go, and you go to the hot dog stand, and you get this massive hot dog that tossed half of your college fund, and you eat the hot dog <laughs> in one bite. I think it's kind of like that. <laughs> well, it's like that if you finish early, right? Well, sure. <laughs> this is a conversation I was not planning on Diving into on speakerphone with the grandparents downstairs. Are your grandparents downstairs? They are downstairs. Are you kidding? Um, Marv! Marv! Uh, um, bring me Marv at once. You mean Vern? Oh, shit. That's right. Vern. Yeah, we- that's Vern. I guess we're talking about both of my grandparents in the first two podcasts. Uh, to our viewers, um, guess what? You won't believe this. Our grandparents know each other. This is true. They used to be friends back in the day. They're still kind of friends now. Sorry. My um, grandpa and your grandpa made a good guest. They did back in the day. It was called Dear Old Timey Detective. <laughs> That's the first thing that came up to... <laughs> Shit. I fucking... I choked on an ice cube. <laughs> oh, God. Well, that's what happens when you drink water laying down. Um, If you may wonder why I know that, we changed the way that we're actually doing this, where we're now FaceTiming, and I can actually see Louis. He is laying down on his couch, and for whatever reason, he decided to drink water and thought that it would go down. But I guess it went sideways. A spoonful of H2O just just doesn't go down when you're laying down. Just doesn't go down when you're laying down. That's good. That's good. So you're a you're a big fan of my grandfather, yes? Vern, like I am. Vern yeah. Sandlin. People people have actually it's crazy. They've they've gone to him when he's like in public. Yeah. And people, this is especially back in the day before he ran for presidency. Not back in the day. Vern. This is, yeah, this is a good like seven to five years ago where people would stop him and legitimately ask him if he was Bernie Sanders. <laughs> yes. Oh, when he you came know... to my Old Orchard band concerts, 
all my friends would be like, is like legit is Bernie Sanders in the audience? And I'd be like, no, <laughs> that is my grandfather. Yeah, you're damn right. You also told me about your first encounter with Vern. Like I wasn't there when it was at my house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> he um he put his hand out to shake my hand and being a gracious person as I try to be, I put my hand out to accept the shake. But then he said to me, "Yo, we don't shake hands anymore because of the virus. This was right before everything really struck, but you know, right. it was on people's minds." And then but he put his hand out to shake and he's the one that said that. And then his wife, your grandma, um, said, yo, Vern, you're the one that put your hand out to shake. What are you That's doing? Your impression. That's your impression of my grandma? It's my impression of every uh, relatively old Jewish woman. Um, okay. I say really, she's not old. She's in her prime. She looked very beautiful and vibrant. I don't date old women. So, hands off. Um, Was that implying... Never mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so, um, you know what I do need to settle with you? What? The time you fucking lied to me about your not being available to go to dinner. What the fuck was that? Oh, my God. What the fuck really? was that? Really? Yes. Already? You want to do this right now? Yes. What oh the God. heck are, oh were you God. thinking? Why would you lie okay. to me? Is it because we're not friends? You don't like me? Okay, let me explain the context of everything that you are not including right now. What a... Because there is a lot. Okay. Okay. I'm going to suck on a cube while you're doing that. That's wonderful. I cannot believe you just brought that up. I am I'm actually really, really dead right now. Um, this was during the time we were in production for our musical, our spring musical, Matilda. May it rest in peace. This was a tech day where most of the cast was helping out the crew with tech and building some scene, building some sets. And most people, in fact, every, I don't know what everyone else was doing, but there were a lot of people in the auditorium helping build the chokey. For those of you who do not know what the chokey is, it was basically this box full of sharp things, weaponry, and other torture devices. Yes, yes torture! Right, okay. I was in a separate room with one of our castmates, Amy. She played Mrs. Wormwood. And she was also in your subject play that you talked about for two seconds. <laughs> we'll get back to that. I know you want me to fucking talk about that. God damn you. Anyway, me and Amy were in a separate room in the mini shop frosting a cake for the, for the opening scene, the birthday scene. So you're frosting an ash. No, we were frosting a, a birthday cake. Oh, but... And so, <laughs> so we were in a different room from everyone else. So that's the opening picture. Louis took one of the fake knives, a stage knife... A shiv, if you will. A shiv, if you will, which when you press it against a surface, the blade comes into the, the holder. Mm-hmm. So that's how it looks like you're stabbing someone on stage. Yeah. So he... Went around the auditorium, fake stabbing his fellow castmates, and they're all laughing. Ha, 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 Louis stabbing everyone. We know it's fake. He then comes into the room I'm in. He, he comes running 
into the room I'm in. He runs and stabs me with it. <laughs> he, f- he stabs me with a shiv. I don't know it's fake. <laughs> so in my head, so many things are going through my mind. I look down at, at my chest. This is where he stabbed me. There was, there was no blood. I, I was, I, I can't, I can't even express how emotionally traumatic that event was. Okay. But okay. Then oh, he has the audacity after rehearsal to ask me if I wanted to go to dinner. A perfectly reasonable question. Of course not. I was already going to dinner with other people. Why didn't you tell me that? You shibbed me, Louis. Okay. Imagine. Okay. Imagine as. I know a lot of our listeners are theater people. Imagine you're in crew for a day, and you have a a table full of weaponry, and it's just coming to you in, take me, take me, use me for comedic purposes, use me for comedy. And I took the shiv, and I was like, this is a fake blade. And when it goes into the skin, it's like actually real. And which is why they use it on stage. It's a very good illusion. So, being the funny person I try to be, I took the shiv in, you know, as Jonah said, fucking stabbed everyone, you know, and they, they found it funny. They were like, ha good one, Louie, as a reasonable person says. And then I went into the mini shop, and I was like, oh, Jonah doesn't know. He's going to have a ball at this. And I went up to Jonah, and I was like, Jonah! And I run like a madman. Foom, 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 foom. And he is dead. He looks like all the life is taken out of him. I thought he was going to let... You stabbed me. But then he got all like, Uh, I don't know. You... And Amy was laughing. You know, Amy was perfectly reasonable. She she was just as surprised as I was. What do you mean? When one is the victim of a comedic joke, one needs to accept it with gracious honor. And you think stabbing someone is funny? I think it's hilarious if it isn't real. You think I would stab you, Jonah? My, My gay partner? Dear FBI agent. Okay. This is a man who is claiming how he thinks stabbing people is funny. He thinks... If it's fake. The feelings they experience. If it's fake. Violence brings this man joy. I want you to listen to him extra carefully. Please investigate this man. All right. Oh, my God. And that is why I think you are wrong and that I am in the right. All right. I'm going to give you an example. Napoleon. Napoleon Dynamite. No, that's a movie. Napoleon Bonaparte. Look it up. Uh Jonah? Look up Napoleon? Yeah, Napoleon. I know who he is. Yeah, look him up. He's, you know, short, like I am relatively short, and he probably had a shiv, and he went in with his shiv and to all of the neighboring countries where he wanted to conquer, and he was like, and he was like, ha ha, gotcha, but then he actually conquered those goddamn countries, and those neighboring countries were like, uh... You know, hold on. on. I don't know how you did that. Oh my god, the day that we are recording this, Napoleon died. (laughs) How did you do that again? (laughs) I guess I have a talent for infamous infamous figures' uh, death. What? All right. 
the Napoleon died May fifth, eighteen twenty one. Exactly. So you know Hitler, when he went to Poland and shivved them, Poland was like, "Ha ha, good one, Adolf. Wow." I'm You're, sure that's exactly what they were like. Uh, it, it, it is. When he went to Czechoslovakia. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Good one, I don't Hitler. understand or feel that the double Hitler and both but guests, I do not think that is a good talking okay. point. Um, no one at home likes to sit and listen to a Hitler podcast. Okay, when when Hitler went to Stalingrad and, it, oh and attacked God. Stalingrad, and he was like, shift! And Stalin was like, ha, 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 good one, Adolf. Come at us again yeah. sometime for so, a good comedic yeah, joke. Agent. The fact that Louis is trying to argue his case by comparing himself to um, those of Stalin, Napoleon, and Hitler. It's just a I, metaphor, I, man. I, I feel like that shows why I am right. If you, you want to know something else? Yeah. You know another thing? Yeah, tell I me. Tell me, right? bitch. Okay. Bitch. I take that. To extraordinary offense, but I'm going to move on. Freshman year. Freshman year, we're both in honors bio together with Mr. Thielsen. Oh, love that man. In the spring, I got a concussion, and I wore sunglasses to school. Now, usually, people who have a concussion, they're sensitive to the light, and they wear sunglasses because outside, it is quite light. Now, we came. It's the last class of the day. It's ninth period. i am already had a tiring day, splitting a headache from the whole school day. My first day back at school. Louie doesn't believe that I have a concussion. I didn't know. Nobody told me. So Jonah, you have a concussion. The natural response when you don't believe someone has a concussion. No, I didn't know. I, I didn't. I, I he did. ripped off the glasses from my face. Yes, because I didn't know you had a concussion. I was like... Why is this kid wearing sunglasses in school? Is he above us? Is he some kind of god? Who does this guy think he is? So I run and I equalize the humanity. I was like, sunglasses, ah, you're gone. And I equalize it because I did not know you had a concussion, right? And, and that is the natural response you do when you think someone is, quote, quote, above you. Well, why would you wear sunglasses into the room? I had a fucking concussion. Yeah, and then you... I I didn't know. I didn't know. Why? you So you would rip off sunglasses of someone who you questioned why they're wearing sunglasses in any situation? Absolutely. If someone was wearing sunglasses at the beach, I'm like... Oh, yeah, cool, dude. Want to come back and to my place later? But if you're wearing sunglasses into the science classroom in uh, what was probably a rainy day Whatever. and you were wearing sunglasses, I'm like, are you kidding? Um, who do you think you are wearing sunglasses in here? Well, we're, well, we have naked eyes, only our naked eyes. You just come here, King Jonah Fuss the first, with your sunglasses, like, look at me. I'm jacked up and I'm sunglassed away. And yes, I decided, okay, we're going to uh, have a French Revolution, take off the king's sunglasses, and shiv him in the chest. Oh my God. So you see why I am right. The thing, the only thing that really stuck with me with what you just said, I was not really listening. The, the, the person in your example at the beach was a dude. I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, I mean, you know, dudes often pull off the sunglasses very well. 
No disrespect to the ladies. The ladies pull off sunglasses very well as well. In fact, equally as good. So everyone just looks good in sunglasses is what you're saying? Everyone, ex when it's sunny. When it's sunny. Okay, first of all, actually, you know what's really weird? Why would you wear sunglasses if you have a concussion? First of all, when you do a concussion, you're doing it to yourself. You deserve to be publicly ostracized for that because you decided you to go out and get a concussion when we all are trying our best to stay healthy. You're are you going serious. You're going out there, you know, playing wow. your baseball, say, I'm going to get a concussion so I can wear sunglasses. Okay, so that's what I'm going to do. So, you know, you did this to yourself, is my point. You think if I wanted to wear sunglasses? The logical train of thought that follows that is to get a concussion? Uh, absolutely, my good sir. Okay. I think everyone can agree, given the past several minutes of story, that I am clearly in the right here. I would like you to join me and express that feeling now in what actually is the comment section, to my genuine surprise. Um, okay. Let's, okay. Let's gang up on this kid because he deserves some shit. Okay. Um, you know what? I've been ganged up upon. You know, I've I've been ganged up upon by my penis in gym that decided to get erect when I was just trying to do my high knees. Wait! And wait, wait! Wait! Yes. Wait. Yes. What? You, I, I'm saying that my penis was a gang and tried to gang up on me by getting erect when I did not want it to in gym when I was trying to do my high knees and strength as a warm-up. You know what I'm talking about. That and, is a horrible vision well, that you have plagued <laughs> me and everyone else with. I, well, the thing is, I did that. It happened to me when I did not want it to, which is the equivalent of the shiv experience for you. So a shiv... If you what? think about it, is equivalent. In what way? In every way. Just really think about it. Turn your brain on. Turn your. Oh, I got a piece of skin on my lip again. Damn it. Um. Uh, <laughs> well, now I can I can see you taking it off. Um, I actually just gagged. No, oh my God, you're terrible. You're a bitch. If you can't take a shiv. Uh, what? What? You know what? It's it's a respectable reaction. All right. When you think you got stabbed. Need I repeat? To be afraid. When Hitler went to England and he was like, Shiv. Churchill was like, Well, hello, Adolf. Well, come back any time and we can play Shivnastics whenever you want. I'll be happy to host you at any other time. Uh, Stalin was like, Hello. Hello, Adolf Hitler. You want to come back to Russia? I'll give you... You want to come back outside and we can play some real good shivnastics. Okay? I don't... I am genuinely concerned how often Hitler comes into your mind. Um... You know, I watched The Man in the High Castle, which is a very good alternative uh, history drama about if the Nazis won. Really horrifying. You need to watch The Man in the High Castle and continue our research on the sex rate among Jews. The day They're after bringing that up again? <laughs> the day after Hitler died. Why? 
Oh my god. First you bring it up on his death. Second of all, you bring it up on... Now I guess what is Napoleon's death, but what does that matter? Why do you care? If you want to find out, just just look up, look it up yourself. Do the research. You know what? I assigned you to that task. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Um, I got the cheek-to-cheek ending. I got it this time. I don't believe you. I got it. I, I don't it's done. You. Do it. All right, let's hear it. Count me off. Right. You ready? Count me off. Okay, one, two, one. Cheek! Cheek! Two, cheek. Okay, so, no. How yeah, is that wrong? I was so wrong. How was that wrong? You're never gonna get it. It's just okay. It's it's you you were plagued in learning it, so it's hard to correct the all right the error of your ways. Oh, Listen, okay. So but- I am going to do something I do not usually do, which is you reminded me of this actually when you talked about gym class. We, I'm gonna promote one of your antics, which is. I don't know why, that people seem to like what you do. So, people who are, what I'm afraid to say is, still listening to the second of installment of Dear FBI Agent. God bless you. Louis had this vision of something he wanted to start while we were in gym class together our last school year. An office-themed, an office-filming-esque version of of our gym class, which he called Weight Room Shenanigans. He wanted to coin this Weight Room Shenanigans as an office-type series with he with a camera crew that would go around the weight room during our 30-minute workout period uh-huh. and just see all of the, really what were shenanigans that went down because working out with Louie is what can only be described as a horrifying, dreadful, what are you talking about? Scarring experience. We... Last year, I took the same class, but my workout partner was this guy named Joe Goldson. Now, some of you may know Joe Goldson, but if you don't, he's basically like he is Johnny Bravo. He is bulked up. He is so strong, and we were going off lifting weights together. All throughout junior year. So much to my surprise, senior year comes along, and my workout partner is not Johnny Bravo, but oh, nice, Barnacle Boy. Nice butt. I just saw your butt. Good uh, thank work. you. Good um, work. So I went from essentially Johnny Bravo to Barnacle Boy, and shenanigans went down. In the beginning of the year, I had to teach Louie how to do everything. Um. When... When I, we were doing circuit training and we needed to go fast, the solution that he thought that would make things faster and would ease my tension in him was to throw his hands in the air and slow down. What? Which only got me furious. Um, there were also the other side characters, if you will, from just like The Office, Louie, if you want to talk about some of that. Yeah. Um... So some of the side characters, do, can we say their names on this? But guest, what did we agree? I about? mean, you, you already dropped names in the first episode. I would just say their first names. All right, I'll say their first names. Um, so we, what I thought, who I thought would be really good characters, um, are you know Owen Stevenson. He just has that like. So I said first names. 
Oh shit! Sorry, <laughs> Owen. Sorry, Owen. I don't know. <laughs> an FBI agent is gonna come and it's gonna shiv you. <laughs> He's gonna shiv you. Go but on. Owen, I know you. You can take a joke. You can take a joke when you're getting shivved. <laughs> ha! Joke. Okay. Anyway, um, Owen Stevenson. Oh crap! I mean, Owen. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Just has like his very, uh, you know, long, lanky, really intellectual you know, personality. That's very, you know, zen, and I think he could be very uh, a good addition to our show. For a visual, we have as characters in this. I have we have Johnny Bravo, which is me now. We have Barnacle Boy, which is Louis, and let's see the walking stick from Bugs Life. That was Owen. Yeah. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> that's weird. Okay, Diego. Uh, uh, Diego. Um, I wanted in there because he just straight up walks up to me. He's like, Louis. Want to fuck sometime? And, you know, I like that. I like a guy that is just willing to be completely honest. Um, you know? Confident. Yeah. Right? Confident. Um, who else? Oh, Ethan Trung. Ethan Trung, he should be on the show. He is a hilarious kid. Um, just, just a delight. Um, he is, you know, just willing to do anything ridiculous. You know, perfect. Perfect. And Jonah, of course, is our straight, uptight. <coughs> Keep comedy to a thin line. Oh, my God. In that kind of guy. Uh, so to complete our visual, we have as our weight room shenanigan cast, if you will, which was a horrible experience. I told, uh, you asked me to tell Shannon to try and get a camera. Shannon. In the North Star News. And when I told her, I just... I, I saw her one day, and I was like, if Louie asks you to do something, just say no. Trust me, say no. That is exactly what I said. Anyway. And she said no. To this fake, ideal, fake movie, we have Johnny Bravo. We have Barnacle Boy. We have The Walking Stick. We have Diego from Go Diego Go. And the first kid to ever post a Nene video on the internet. I think that channels Ethan's energy. Oh my god, I love that boy. If I was gay. No, I'm just joking. Um, you mentioned gayness a lot, too. It's one of my favorite Thanks. topics. One of my favorite topics. Now, okay. if you're gay and you're listening to this channel, I want you to know that I personally appreciate you. Now, I like oh my... Oh my god. Oh my god. Now, I, I like my straight friends very much, but the, I just have to say... They're not as good as you. They're just not. Dear FBI agent, there's no explanation for that one. Um, that's just... That's, I think, somehow passing the line of last episode's mental illness in babies. Um, uh, okay. Speaking of a baby, a baby knows when to take a joke. If you take a shiv and, you know, what? and go up to a baby... And shiv them, just like, you know, and you shiv them, and, and, um, and they're like the, wah, wah. oh, yes, that's so funny. <laughs> um, that's, you know, that's how a normal baby would respond. Everyone that's in the how a normal baby sounds. Everyone, precisely. Everyone in the world except Jonas Senlin responds to a shiv in a normal Laugh. fashion. 
but not every, but everyone else in the world besides Jonas Senlin seems to tell the truth about where they're going for dinner tonight and to who they're going. I called you. I called you in the car. I with I was with Isaac. I vividly remember this. And Isaac was agreed with me. He's like, "What a simp!" And I called you, and I was like, "Simp wasn't even a thing." Okay, okay, okay. I called you, and I was like, "Jonah, uh, uh, w- there's room for three in here. Want to come to dinner?" And we went to a very good place. You would have appreciated the food, I think, better than the place you went. It was called Prairie Moon, I believe. Um, yes, it's a good restaurant. Yes, it is. Um, we went there, and I—I I mean, I called you, and I said, "Want to come?" And you were like, "Nope, I gotta." St- I, I think you had an audition. Yes, you had an audition. You were like, "Gotta practice. Gotta get going for that." Oh. But then, on someone's Snapchat story, Jonah's partying it up with Jamie, with uh, Catherine, with Amy, and just partying it up. I don't know what you guys were doing. I don't know. I don't want to know. Maybe something frisky. And guess what? You straight up lied to me, man. And that was a real... A couple things about that. Hold on. And that was a test of our friendship. And I... I, I was a little I was a little hurt. I went home that night, I went in my pillow and I cried because you lied. And so viewers in excuse me, listeners in the comments, please uh express your support for me, uh for my feelings. I was really hurt that night and a gesture of You were hurt. Yes, I was. I was hurt you by that lie. You shivved me. Twice. I, in a, in a, it was a comedic gesture. We were at IHOP. <laughs> we were not partying it up. This group of white kids came on some party bus from what I'm assuming is their prom. And when they left, one of them left their, I think it's called a corsage. I think that's how you say it, one of the flower things. So that's what, that's what I was doing after I said no because you shivved me twice. I may have, had, I may have gotten the shivs. I may have lied. Two shivs, one lie. It doesn't matter. You shift me. Oh yeah, no, I did shift you the second time. That's right. Yeah, I was like, that was, and I still believed it. Wait, I—that's your fault because I because gave you the illusion. You, I shift you once, and then I went up to you again. <laughs> the second I was still time, baking a cake, frosting a cake. You mean an ass? I have a joke about baking cakes. It's a good joke. Baking asses. Yeah, not appropriate for big guests. Oh, we've established that this podcast is inappropriate. And maybe Mr. We've well established that. Yeah, yeah, we, we have. Mr. Ortman is going to come on here and, soon. And you want them to freaking come on here. Uh, Listen, I am so tense from this talk. You have brought some stuff from my past that I did not want to talk about. So I want to end things off on a lighter note. Now that I'm FaceTiming you, I can see you, and you can see me, and I see that we are both Fresh in the hair cuttery. Yes. Oh, my God. It is, nice to, it is so great. It is so nice to see you with short hair. It is so nice to have short hair. I know. Who well, cut your hair? My, who cut my hair? Yeah. My mother. So, but you know what I think? I love my mom. and I love her, too. What? Get Nothing. her out of your head right now, mister. We don't tolerate yes, that. Okay. Is that clear? Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. 
I mean, you were thinking about my grandma, so... But she's my mom! But she's my grandma. Anyway, I had my hair cut by her, and I love her very much. And she did a pretty damn decent job. So, yeah. way to go, Mom. Okay, Clark Kent. I'm a little bit, you know, perturbed that you just actively said, I love your mom. So, I'm kind of recovering. I'm gonna re- I'm From gonna... a child-parent perspective, she's very warming and welcoming. Yes, you she and is. your friends. She is. She is. Good mom. She is a good mom. So, I wish you would get her out of your head. I only respect her as an adult figure. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Meanwhile, you see my grandma as some kind of prize to be won. No, I, I didn't say that. I said, I said, as an old-er woman, she has retained beauty. You are despicable. <laughs> but Still can't believe I, we got so many I, fucking views on this, but guess. Yes. If someone is still listening throughout this entire thing for the second time in a row... The only thing I can say to you Oh, is, I see your penis. Good work. Uh, the only thing I can say to you is I hope you're doing okay. If this is what you're doing with your time, like reach out to me personally. I can I can help you out. We can go do some things together. You know, don't listen to this podcast. It's it's crazy. If we do a third episode, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah, please, everyone. Make him do another third episode. View this, subscribe, comment. You know you know what I saw? David Stasevsky, subscribe to this channel. If that is not an indication of whether you should keep watching, I don't know what is. Again with the last names, but we're going to oh, move on with crap. that. Yeah, that, that name, when I saw that name on the subscriber list, I will admit my heart was, was overjoyed. If yeah. David has nothing better to do, then we're in trouble because he always has things to do. So, um, but yeah, David, if you're out there, I miss you, buddy. Uh, keep growing out that beard. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Well, on that note, Louie, I guess we'll take this out together. Dear, Dear FBI, FBI agent. Words. No, what the us. fuck, oh, man? We're doing, it's a different thing for each episode. That's how this works. Oh, please help us. Yeah, please help us. I don't want to okay. be helped. I'm okay. Well, okay. Then please help me. Okay. Dear, dear F- FBI. Dear FBI. Dear, dear, D- come, come on. Okay. Wait, do we, what? Okay. Okay. Do we need a metronome? No. Okay. One, two, two three. Dear, dear FBI, FBI oh my a- God. agent. Uh, I'm sorry for that. No, that's not what you... No. Please help us. Please help you. Dear FBI agent, please help me. Okay. One. Two. two Three. Dear FBI agent. <laughs> Get out of here. Fuck you. And that concludes episode two of Dear FBI agent. We thank you guys for making it this far again. I hope not. And we hope that those of you who do remain, your support keeps us going, unfortunately. But keep it coming. We might shake things up if this gets successful. We might add some people do some bits, do some interviews. We'll have a good time. Music, take us home.